With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, guys, we need to talk about Chicago. There seems to be no hope whatsoever for Chicago. But the people in Chicago, they vote for their own demise. Brandon Johnson, he has just marked 100 days in office. And things are not getting any better. You see, guys, when you vote for progressives, your life actually regresses. This is what happens, man, when you vote for far left Democrats. Criminals run amok. I just saw something, guys, on the uh, the national level. You guys know the squad out there, AOC, um, Cory Bush, Rashida Tlaib. They have spent like a combined $1.2 million on personal security while they were actually advocating for defunding your police departments. Yes, protection for, for them, but not for you. This is the so-called progressives right here. And all of the communities run by progressives, cities run by progressives, they're disaster. Chicago run by a progressive in Brandon Johnson is a disaster. Guys, this is shocking right here. I believe Rhodes actually put up the video last Monday where it was, um, I believe, 29 people shot. Well, guess what, guys? It is just Sunday morning right now. And look at this. At least 29 shot Friday into Sunday morning across Mayor Johnson's Chicago. This is on Breitbart right here. Already, guys, 29 people have already been shot in Brandon Johnson's Chicago. 100 days in office, man, and the crime does not stop. Now, guys, I live outside of the city of Houston. I watch the local news, and we never even see, I believe, this many people in the city of Houston getting shot. I've talked about uh, Southwest Houston, not a good area. But when we're talking about Chicago level, I don't think Houston is on Chicago level bad. And Houston is run by Democrats as well. But this guy right here, Brandon Johnson, is a far left Democrat. And the the criminals out there know that he is soft on crime. Let's get into this. At least 29 people were shot, five of them fatally Friday into Sunday morning across Mayor Brandon Johnson's Chicago. ABC 7 Chicago Sun-Times reported a 16-year-old died after being shot uh, just before 7 p.m. Friday and an 18-year-old was shot and killed while sitting inside a vehicle roughly three hours later. 
The 18 year old was, quote, in the 4300 block of uh, West Maypole Avenue when he was shot. A 34 year old man was shot multiple times and fatally wounded in a drive by shooting. Around 2 a.m. Saturday, he was standing in the 8900 block of uh, South Carpenter Street when the shooting occurred and he died later in a hospital. 17-year-old Ashantis uh, Wilborn was shot about 4.10 p.m. Saturday near a block party in the North Austin neighborhood's 5700 block of uh, West Bloomingdale Avenue. She was taken to a hospital where she died. Around 6.40 p.m., a 14-year-old boy was shot in the head and chest in the 8700 block of uh, South Krieger Avenue. He was transported to a hospital where he later died as well. The Chicago Sun-Times noted 382 people were killed in Chicago uh, January 1st, 2023 through August 19th, 2023. Guys, children are dying. Dying. 29 people shot, shot and um, some of them died. Up until this morning. And I'm pretty sure that the crime will not let up in Brandon Johnson's Chicago. I mean, guys, we're talking about a 17 year old, a 14 year old. A 34 year old man dead. Senseless violence. And Brandon Johnson says, hey. Don't call these criminals names. These people, they they're just hungry. They ain't got nothing to do. He enables all of this. But you people in Chicago. You people voted for this. You voted for this. Now, this just tells you right here, because next part of this um, story we're going to be talking about. Just tells you how loony. These people in Chicago, the non-criminals. The non-criminals, man, they basically want to have um, allow gangs to kill each other, but only doing certain hours. Yeah, you heard that correctly. I'm not making this up. They only want the criminals to kill each other during certain hours. Yeah. Right here. Look at this here. Rogers Park groups calls on gang members to cease fire from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. But any other time, it's perfectly OK to go out there and kill each other. This is a problem, man. Black on black crime is a major, major problem. But of course, Democrats don't want to talk about that. They only care when a white man kills a black man, which is which is very, very rare. But we know that the vast majority of these deaths, these 29 people are black. You guys got to listen to this clip here. This is amazing right here. New for us here at 10, an unusual strategy from people living in the middle of a gang war in one Chicago neighborhood tonight. They're asking gang members to pledge to a ceasefire from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. CBS 2's Maribel Gonzalez shows us why people there are taking their message of peace directly to the gangs. 
In Rogers Park, this group Let's go. is taking steps to curb gun violence in their neighborhood. We have little kids, elderly, working class people who are being affected by this. Tatiana Atkins is the co-founder of Native Sons, hey. a youth organization group which formed following the shooting death of five-year-old Devin McGregor in that area last summer. We love you. The boy was an innocent victim of gunfire. It's excess. Through dance, sports program, and music. We have a studio recording and producing program. Native Sons wants to engage kids like Johan Starkey, especially as school is out. Because a lot of kids are just out in the park, not, nothing really to do, they're getting bored. And then you need to have something to do to just just be like in that spirit to keep going. They don't see enough positive role models in the neighborhood to like get them a different outlook on life so they can make a change. But it doesn't stop there. No sliding while the sun is out, period. Group has also created what they call the People's Ordinance, where they're asking rival gang members and others to cease fire during the day. It's like a treaty almost, like where they also agree that we don't want five-year-olds being killed. We don't want 78-year-olds being shot. We've talked to rival members and they seem to gravitate towards what we're trying to do. It's one small step, they say, to create big change. I've noticed that it's a lot of people that's just like, why not just don't shoot, period? And it's like, we tried that. Why not just listen to the gun laws? We have. We tried that. It's not like you could just tell them stop all in, in, in all. It's like it's baby steps. Even though the school year is about to kick off, this group wants to keep their momentum going. They'll be offering their programs in the evenings after school. So right there, guys, you guys heard that right there. They, they even said they tried to tell the gangs no shooting at all. Didn't work. Gun laws didn't work. And we know that Illinois has very, very tough gun laws. And guess what? The criminals still didn't listen. So now they said, hey, it's perfectly OK. You guys go out there and kill each other at nighttime. Do you guys think the gangs are actually going to listen to them? No, no, because criminals actually don't follow the law. They don't listen to police. What makes you think they're going to actually listen to you? I mean, th th this is amazing right here. They actually said they tried to tell the gangs to end shooting, said it didn't work. I'm not shocked. It's not going to work because there's no incentive for these gangs to stop killing people. And they're not going to do it. As long as you have somebody like a Brandon Johnson in office, it's not going to end. Brandon Johnson is pro-criminal. You guys are going to have to fit your own community. But you, you got to go beyond, you know, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. I mean, why would anybody want to live in these neighborhoods? I have no idea. I guess you could say they're actually make, making a step. They're trying to do something. Yeah, I get that. But you have incentivized killing hours. The killing ain't going to stop. I'm willing to bet, guys, even if these gangs said, hey, guess what? It's eight. It's eight thirty right now. P.M. I can't shoot you right now. Come back in 30 minutes. That's not going to happen. These gang members are going to go out there and they're going to commit crimes no matter what. No matter what. But you guys got to change your voting habits. You guys had the opportunity for the guy. I believe he was like a moderate Democrat. Oh, no, we can't have him. We can't have him, you know, because. He, he's going to lock up criminals. That's what I'm assuming anyway. But Brandon Johnson, man, he laid it out. He laid it out, man. He told you that he was soft on crime, but you guys still did it.
But however, Brandon Johnson, we're not done with him yet. This man is still prioritizing illegals over the citizens of Chicago. Look at this. Chicago mayor. We have humanitarian crisis with migrants, illegal aliens. We're committed to being a sanctuary city. Yes, he is committed to that. And guess what? He has allowed all these illegals to come in and he's spending, what, $54 million? While people are getting killed on the streets and he is doing nothing about it. Nothing about it. See, progressives, man, they really, really do care more about illegals than the citizens of their own city. They don't care. And Brandon Johnson actually brings up climate injustice. Yeah, you actually hear this in this clip. Let's play this. Migrants even more have arrived in the last week. We have aldermen who are concerned. They're talking about crimes that are being committed. If you've walked, as I did yesterday, down State Street, it's not safe. What's going on and when, what are you going to do to get help move, perhaps have the suburbs, as you mentioned, to help you out? Well, look, everyone is participating in working towards addressing this humanitarian crisis. The state of Illinois, and I appreciate the support of Governor Pritzker, the board president, Cook County Board President, Tony Preckwinkle, as well as the full force of government here in the city of Chicago. Since I've been in office, 90 more buses have arrived. Thousands of families continue to show up over the course of, 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 of these last 90 days. And so what I've said repeatedly, and I'll say it again, that we're committed to making sure that what was passed 40 years ago by Mayor Harold Washington to make sure that the city of Chicago is a sanctuary city, that we're gonna to continue to embrace that. And so we're gonna to continue to make sure, like we've been doing, to, to expand shelters. And we've, had, we've put 10 more shelters on, on, online since I've been in office. And of course, we're gonna to continue to work uh, to move people out of police stations because we know that police stations, um, that is not an ideal place for people to actually You're saying Preckwinkle, but yet at the same time. Okay, he's talking about, I believe they actually have the illegals in police stations right now. But one thing, they came here legally, so they actually belong in a police station. Actually, I should be coming in and detaining them and deporting them back. They came here illegally. What has she done to help you on this? Well, there's been full participation by Governor Pritzker and the board president. The board president has been very helpful in providing um, medical support and health care services, providing transportation for our migrants. And so, look, there's a lot of work to be done, but here's the part that I'm clear about. We've laid a very clear foundation in the city of Chicago over the course of these 90 days. I'm a fully aware of what I inherited, whether it's climate injustice, whether it's the fact that our public schools have not been fully supported, the fact that we have not had a full plan to address the migrant uh, dynamic in the city of Chicago, public safety, all of these dynamics have been um, a part of the infrastructure in the city of Chicago for decades. Once upon a time, as you know, 900 murders annually. This last administration, upwards of 700 murders. These are challenges we have all over the country. And Yeah, right there. Brandon Johnson brings up climate injustice. Yeah. Do you think, and you know what, guys? The black people in Chicago that voted for him, they seem to be rebelling against him because he's prioritizing illegals over them. 
And he mentions climate injustice. If you actually ask the average uh, black person, they ain't concerned about that. They ain't concerned about that. Brandon Johnson. I mean, he's more committed to illegals than the citizens and the black people that actually voted for him. That are citizens of this country and citizens of Chicago. You guys got to take a back seat. You know, the law abiding on black people is at the bottom of his list. The people that voted him in, him in the office. It's illegals first. Criminals second. And the law abiding citizens of Chicago. Well, you're at the bottom. You're at the bottom. But congratulations. You voted for this. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time.